With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Challenge USA Wrap Up Podcast for Episode Nine. I am Brian Cohn. With me, as always, is my co-host Alice Ali. How are you? I'm slightly torn because I have no idea what I just watched. Uh, we're recording right after the episode, um, and I'm torn because half of me is like, "Wow, I wish I had a day to digest." the episode and the strategy and think about it. And half of me is thrilled that I never have to think about this episode ever again uh, after this podcast. How are you? Yeah, it's a little ca- <laughs> I'm good. It's a little chaotic. Um, the first half was like, I thought it was very fun vibes. And then it got very uh, confusing when we got down to like the nitty gritty of who was going to go in and how it was going to happen. But uh, it was a fun episode. I thought, I mean, a lot more, strategic thinking than we typically would see on the challenge. So this was like really getting uh, down deep there. I don't think it's more strategic than what we would see on the challenge. Normally I'm frustrated because to me it was good strategy talk. And like maybe Angela is the best strategist uh, we've seen on the challenge ever because 
watching people make moves when they're in power that are against their better interests, like just to get right to it. I am so frustrated with Desi this episode. Like I just cannot believe the outcome that occurred. And I am profoundly frustrated. So uh, it's tough because she's really coming in just to jump right to it with the decision of them not really throwing in Angela or Alyssa. Dan is coming in with all the cards. Like we don't know exactly how it would have gone down if they had tied. But based off precedent, the likely scenario is that Desi could be putting her game at risk. So Danny like is a free ball for him. He could just push this whatever he wants with no risk because he knows he's safe. So for Desi, she really is really packed up against the corner. And I think she ends up making the right move because there was nowhere for her to go. And for her going forward, it helps to have a lot of the guys on her side more so than all the women on her side. So I think she ended up okay here, especially for her who could beat anyone in a final if it came down to it. So a lot to unpack there. Someone did tweet at us that I think Ben was on the challenge official challenge podcast and said that that is exactly what would happen in a tie that like Desi would have gone in, which, you know, pisses me off from the challenge perspective that like the man in this case, but would be the woman next week has the most authority in the winning couple. And maybe that really is the motivation to get somebody to care about winning the challenge. But Sarah I think what frustrates me is not that she didn't put her own neck out on the line to go against Sarah. I agree. That would have been insane and not advantageous to her. But like if we're to believe that she and Danny are extremely close allies, if you are in power with one of your closest allies and they are able to make a decision that hurts your game, because I, I think this was a free shot at getting rid of Angela or Sarah, which is what is absolutely necessary for Desi's final game. I mean, your mileage may vary on how big of a threat you think Sarah is or isn't in an elimination in a final. But if you think Mm -hmm. if if you have a free shot at Angela, she already hates you. It doesn't matter. She'll always hate Sarah or somebody else more than you probably. And Sarah's not going to be pissed if she comes back and beats Angela because she's asking for it. It is bad strategy if you cannot get your closest ally to agree on a women's elimination day to help you take that shot and should be extremely concerning to Desi that Danny then reveals this whole plan that he had that he didn't include you in and to believe that that would make her closer to the men. Like, I think Desi is coming out with no better alliances after this. Nobody's like, I want to work with you. Angela and Alyssa aren't that we've seen coming up to her and offering her a piece of the pie. She's just drafting behind Danny here. I think nobody's going to protect Desi moving forward. And to me, Danny showed he's willing to go to rocks with her basically and put her fate in the game in jeopardy over like to protect Angela, who he wasn't working with. Until a week ago. Like, I just think this is a huge social and strategic botch for Desi. Yeah, it is. But again, like, I don't I don't know how she gets out of this, because like, in what like, for Danny's perspective, it absolutely makes more sense for him to want to keep Angela and Alyssa, both for them to protect him if they were to win next week when he's up for grabs. And if they're paired with them in a final he would much rather be paired with with them in a final as opposed to some of the other women. So for Danny, it makes all the sense in the world to pr- pr- uh, protect Angela and Alyssa. And for Desi, really, I mean, it makes a, most of the sense in the world for, for her to target them. But Danny has all the cards. Like, there's nothing Desi can do here well, because she's the one that's vulnerable. But, but Desi, all Desi has, right, is her relationship with Danny. 
And that's what I think she just kind of rolls over. And again, I agree with you that like kudos to Danny for standing firm and basically telling Desi, I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> right. Like, but, and, and kudos to Desi for keeping it cool and, and doing what she could to salvage the relationship with Danny. Cause I'm, I'm mm-hmm. popping off here. I would have popped off to him. I'm your ally. Yeah. And you're like, I can't even believe we're having this conversation. Not me, you, me and you, that would be me and Danny. Like, how mm-hmm. is this not, you know, Danny gets annoyed with Sarah for saying like, Oh, this is a lock. I'm going to get who I want. Why wouldn't it be right? Like we, for all the reasons you just explained, it wasn't a lock, but like two survivor, strong people in power, your survivor ally is in the end and your is in the elimination. And instead of taking a hit at the strong big brother people, you're going to protect them over your own people. So I like, I think all Desi has is leveraging her, her alliance with Danny and saying, I'm in power. I'm a woman. This is a woman's day. I have to take a shot to help my game. Why are you choosing them over me? And and again, he's like, I agree with you that he's choosing his own game over her. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what she needs to be leveraging instead of just rolling over. Like, I just I, I found it. Look, we didn't see all the conversations. Maybe Desi did make these points. I just thought she gave up way too quickly when the default position should have been. She has more of a say especially because what she wants to do is in line with their survivor strong alliance like he's gotta explain Mm -hmm. you've kept this whole thing for me how can i ever trust you what if i win next week you know i'm you've betrayed me make it up to me right now that kind of thing like i'm like ultimately desi salvages her relationship with danny but i think it would have been worth pushing to get a stronger woman out against sarah because her, to me, this shows that her alliance with Danny is zilch. Yeah, I think for for Desi, she absolutely has to recognize that if they, if ever came back to a situation where they are paired or she has to rely on Danny, like she absolutely cannot rely on Danny. Like he was, as he maybe should. Like I mean, I don't know how close they really were coming into the season, but like he should absolutely look out for himself to try to win. So like I think now Desi has to realize, okay, then I'm out of my own. And I think if Desi really wanted to go scorch earth and, you know, drop the, like the threatened Danny of like, okay, well, if you do this, then all bets are off next week. If I win, I'm coming after you. But then that, I think it really just leaves her vulnerable. And I think that Desi's confessional at the end was like, you know what? I'm just going to bite my tongue get to the final and win. And I think for Desi who absolutely could just get to a final and win I think that's the best move. I don't think going scorched earth to do all this to help Sarah. I don't think that's worth it for her to risk alienating a, a lot of the guys for next week. Uh, and, you know, and to what to have like Kayla and cachet like in her corner. I don't know what that does for her. I think she's better off. Like she says, just biting her tongue, just playing nice and getting to the final and just smoking the other women. And that's how she has to play this. I don't view this at all as helping Sarah. In fact, what they did help Sarah, right? And I think that's, I'm going to come criticize Danny's social game in a second, but (laughs) so just hang tight, Danny. But like, to me, Sarah's an idiot for calling out the two strongest women by her estimation, right? Like to say, oh, I'm going to call in Alyssa or Angela, preferably. So Mm -hmm. like to me, it's only helping Desi to put Angela against like, like, I don't not like this move from Desi because she betrayed Sarah or didn't help Sarah. She betrayed herself because realistically, like, is Desi going to beat Angela in the final? No, Desi should be taking every shot she possibly has against Angela. 
that, that's why you know I don't like it. I don't think she yeah. it would alienate. But, I, but, but like I don't think she has a but the, the issues. I don't think she really ever really had a shot. Like this was just it was there was I don't think in any world Dan, like unless this was like absolutely ride or die. Danny and Desi are like from like childhood to now like they're gonna defend each other. Like they, they just don't have that relation. Like there's well, nothing said, there for Danny. No, that's not true. Danny said Desi's one of his closest allies. Like I think it's a failure game, on Desi's in right. this game. It's, yeah, but I think it, like this type of move, you need to be an ally beyond the game. Like this needs to be like you're close because clearly for Danny's sake, it's better to not vote in Angela. So this needs to like extend beyond the game. Like this has to be like one of your close friends that you absolutely would do anything for to help them also win. And they're just not at all at that level. So for Danny, there's it's not worth like risking his future in the game or his best chance to win the game for this move. It's just there's just not the scenario for Danny to do it. So for Desi, she's just. I, I, there's nothing I, she was she was, she was a checkmate there's nothing she could do she had to I'm just saying this is this. one a failure on Desi's part because she didn't have the social relationship to pull this off when it should have been an obvious like he like the fact that Danny exposes a secret alliance and I get what you're saying and we talked about this last week there's really no consequence because everybody's with Tyson and Angela so they can kind of do whatever I, I'm just saying and and maybe it's easy to say this from my couch I, I don't agree that they needed some profound deep personal relationship I mean look at Ben and Sarah that's not like I think we've seen Seen people go to the mattresses for each other. Little you've got mail. Well, I think that was maybe is that a Godfather reference that they use in You've Got Mail? Who cares? We've seen people <laughs> go, go to the mat for each other based on in-game relationships, and we've seen people betray each other who have been in each other's weddings. So I don't I don't agree that she needed some like lifetime relationship with Danny to be able to manipulate him or get him to do what is best for her game when they're good allies i am i just think it's a fail it's a strategic failure on her part that she wasn't able to get what would be better for her done when she was in power mm -hmm. that's I'm, I'm and i'm kudos to danny for standing firm he exposes a secret alliance faces zero repercussions for it is able to maintain desi as an alliance member somehow i mean we'll see how that works and gets done what he wants to get done my criticism for dan so i'm not like i agree with everything you're saying and i get what you're saying that like desi had nowhere to go so she had to cut bait i just think it's a it's a failure for her that she had nowhere to go. Sure. Like it's a survivor yeah. alliance who she's been working from with since day one. Angela just arrived on the scene with Danny, and to me, big failure, disappointment on Desi's part. Again, easy for me to say, sitting on a bed in my house right now. I think for Danny, what frustrated me, and I'm just frustrated. I didn't enjoy this episode, but it was great. At least we have something to talk about. Danny fails he gets his mission accomplished but he fails because he does it in such a clunky way right like why isn't danny if what you're saying is true which i think it is that as long as Dan danny stood firmly enough desi had no option and maybe he didn't know mm -hmm. what the the tie you know we have danny has all the cards we have the cards because we know that he had the final say in terms of going to an elimination that desi in a tie uh, that Desi would have had to go in. But why is he not saying, like, why is he not gaslighting them and continuing to say, Desi, we need to save Sarah from herself. So we need Sarah here more than we need them gone. And Cash is the person who 
Sarah will beat and then Angela will not be gunning for us and will continue to gun for Sarah and then she won't be on your back like why is he not I understand that the result is the same he got the outcome he wanted but couldn't he have convinced her that it was actually better for her game he so so the argument kind of like how they talk Sarah out of like going just against the like Leo last week of like protecting her from herself that this is like the better move for Sarah like this is much more likely she gets the win but I don't know like I don't know I don't think Desi would ever see it that way because like in her mind getting at the stronger competitor would be what she would want like she like there's no world where Desi like agrees this is the right move for her it's only the right move for her because she's boxed into a corner and she has to do this. I think they were like, I don't think they were ever going to find common ground with each other on, on this move. It was just, if, if it was the opposite, if this was a men's day, I think Danny's throwing in Dom in this situation or, or whoever it might be. Like, I just think it's, it's, a, it's just happened to be a women's day. So she had to concede. Like there was no common ground. The common ground was Danny had nothing to lose. Desi had everything to lose. No, I mean, but I, I just still think if you're if the end result is going to be you're going to dig your heels in and it doesn't matter. Exposing this alliance, alienating Desi as an alliance member is a strange way to do it, because I know. And again, it's like it's harder because on the real challenge. I think we often have like more. Not, not that we have more formidable like other people, but like the only way this hurts Danny is if like. Enzo or David win with one of the members of Desi and the Fab Five next week. Mm -hmm. But like, I still think even though that's very unlikely, excuse me, I still think like you'd lose, you, you don't give up this secret alliance. Like it was unnecessary to give her that information. And I think he thought it adds trust. Like I'm telling you this right. and trying to include you, but it only further alienates her. And for all the, like, I, I think you can say we need Sarah here. Here, Sarah's going to easily beat cash. She's going to lose to Angela or she could lose to Angela. And if she does lose to Angela or Alyssa, you're going to be on the chopping block when with Sarah gone. That to me is the strongest case is if Sarah loses, who's the next person they're going to target? Why not you if you've sent them in? Right. And so at like maybe maybe Desi doesn't say, oh, you're right. I'm 100 percent on board. But she gets to the same place she got in this episode without feeling massively betrayed by you because you're now working with Angela and Alyssa and you have been and you've just revealed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think for a diamond control situation, that would probably play a little better, but it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, Desi came out of this probably I understand so a little pissed, but it'll be interesting to see how much that resentment holds to next week. Like, is she at like, just as pissed at Danny going out of this week or does she like, again, just by no matter what, just like, you know what, I'm just gonna bite my tongue and make it to the final. I'm not looking to make any big moves no matter what here. I'm not looking for revenge. I'm not going to try to get even. I'm just going to go along for the ride and make the final. Uh, I, I don't know which way Desi would choose to go if you know, she's faced with a similar decision next week. I mean, I think she'll probably go with this, same like to your point earlier where is she going i mean i think mm -hmm. that's challenge versus survivor like this is a very survivor move to grin and bear it to oh you blindsided me that's okay we can still work together this is fine i'm not mad and like i'll make my move if a move comes i think somebody you know probably 60 percent chance the same thing happens on the challenge and the person pops off like me 
right now. So yeah. I like it's it's again, it's the one good thing Desi did strategically is to, I guess, salvage the relationship and not get angry with nowhere to go. Like you're saying, I'm just you know what it is. Let me get positive for a second, because I'm the biggest negative Nancy on the podcast right now is like kudos to Angela, who I find to be almost as unlikable as unlikable as Sarah, but is like to have the foresight to have made this plan to have been able to in a week, which is like three days on the challenge, cement this plan in such a way that Danny is blowing off his closer alliances to protect you to do it without threatening them. Right. Because I think Danny, it's not that Danny trusts Angela. It's a Danny's afraid that next week when he's looking at the board and it's two big brother people Mm -hmm. and the rest of the survivor Alliance who are closer with Angela, don't give her a reason for you to be the person who goes in. So like, just kudos to Angela chef's kiss for making this plan work because frankly, there was absolutely no reason like that. Mm -hmm. If she didn't make this plan, she should have been going in. Yeah. And I mean, there was a lot of like, we saw Desi not do something for spite or revenge. And we saw a lot of people do things at a revenge, like Angela and Alyssa just purely targeting Sarah just for revenge. And then Sarah purely targeting them out of revenge when they probably each of them, should have targeted other people. Uh, you can make the argument, but they both, you know, what said, screw it. I hate, I, no matter what, I just hate them. And I just, I just want to go after them. And you know what? I kind of like it. I like when people do like things that probably aren't the smartest things for them, but it makes the more entertaining thing and just doing things out of spite. So go after each other and make it, make it fun. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Well, let's talk about that then in the challenge. I liked, I really liked this challenge because it really solves for, uh, you know, if you're not motivated to win, you have something else to do, which I thought was good yeah. at this time. But color me confused uh, at the decision to go after Sarah. 
I guess if it's look, I stand a petty queen. So if 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 that's really what it was, I, I don't I'm speechless. And it's like I never tweet during the episode. I had to go to Twitter. Like I thought again, one side of my mouth, I'm saying Angela's a master strategist. And then this was like one of the dumbest strategies of all time to send a strong person into elimination. Like was Angela really that confident in the Alliance? She scrapped together last week that she felt no matter what configuration of people wins, every single man is working with me. So I will not go in regardless because otherwise this could have gone a very different way. And she could have gone home against Sarah at her own, like on her own hands. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of it was spite. I think there had to be part of it was, Maybe she did like the mental math in her in her head, like you said, like knowing that all right, every guy's gonna vote for would vote for me. And not only that, there would be no incentive for them not to, because again, how it played out, like they wouldn't go in and the person who who would won would go in. So like they're would just smartly protect me. Like it wouldn't make any sense for them not to. But it was a big risk, although uh to go after Sarah, because they could have targeted Kayla, they could have targeted Cache, they could have targeted someone else that maybe they would have been a little more confident going in against in a, in a more physical elimination. But look at it, it amazingly all play, it played out perfectly for Frangela, and she's coming out looking just like Queen B right now. I also think it ends up the winners end up being the worst case scenario. Like if you were to tell me which two people would probably send in Alyssa or Angela, I would have Desi winning is their worst case scenario, I think. And a survivor guy who she's really close to, who doesn't have his Mm -hmm. own relationship with Angela or Alyssa, like that all like, and is not the most strategic player. Like I think that was their best outcome or their worst outcome. I do think, like in a vacuum, yes, but I think Danny's also like the best case scenario besides someone like Tyson because I do think he's most of the foresight of like I want to be with the best, I want to like run with the best, I want to especially on the women's side to like help me win. So I think he more so than like a David or, or even like a Dom or, or something like that would like want to make sure he's running with the best. So I do think that was really what they had working for, for mm. them in this spot. I don't know about that. I, I mean, I think the big brother people wouldn't have sent in Angela because of the all, like they I don't know what they know about this, but I think they still think they're working with big brother. I mean, we see a yeah. little bit of a dust up next week, but um well, Enzo was never going to put himself in this position to win smartly. Like, this is not a spot where he should like be involved in. Like he, I, I think that's a very smart move. And I mean, David almost won, and I don't know what David would have done. I don't know. I, I think he could have been manipulated to do a number of different things. So I don't know where David would have would have fell if uh, he he pulled this one out. Yeah, I mean, you're making a lot of great points that I don't necessarily. Thank not you. that I don't disagree with them. I don't agree with them, but like, I it's not my view of the house, but. I'm just so I was so frustrated by this episode because, again, like kudos to like it all worked. So therefore, results oriented Angela and Alyssa to a lesser extent. I say to a lesser extent because I think credit really goes to Angela for all the strategic moves being made. Um, I don't know why Sarah, though, I think I think Sarah could have really helped herself out if she just alerted people what was going on to like try to help them balance out with like how they were blocking her. I don't know why Sarah didn't like tell anyone like, oh, they're blocking me like. Come on, help yeah, me. Yeah, not out. in the she mood for jokes. Very- while I'm saying, <laughs> I just think like this episode really depressed me in a way because it was just like, this is a f- is this just the foregone conclusion? It's like, w- like we said weeks ago when it's like, oh, this this Sarah Tyson thing, and then you, we actually look at it and it's like, oh, there's going to be no pre- repercussions. Now there's this like massive alliance. 
that everybody's too scared to turn against. Nobody has any motivation to turn against them. And we're going to watch like some of the more likable women just go because they're not and they're not doing anything to help themselves socialize in terms of like the fab five Tony Vlaco style top five baby announcements of their fab five group. But like, where do we go from here? If this is an episode where, again, we could have seen the pay-per-view heavyweight fight of Angela versus Sarah in this elimination and two survivor people win. And they're just so inceptioned and Angela doesn't go in like, what are we doing here the next few weeks? I'll say this. If we had the pay-per-view event and it was them running in a little hamster wheel, I would have been super <laughs> pissed, especially after we had Hallball last week. I would have been coming on here being like, can we just run it? Like, what are we doing? Run it back. Like, we can't have the hamster wheel when it's Tyson, when it's Angelo versus Sarah. Like, that would have been ridiculous. So thank God, honestly, that it didn't happen. And maybe we'll get that in a couple weeks down the road. I don't know. Why will we get that? Who's going to be in power know. to make that happen? That That's where I'm. And again, I should be coming on here and like snap out of it. And like, this is so exciting. And this could happen. And happen. But I watched this episode go to what I thought could be a such an exciting conclusion. And now I'm just like more certain than ever that like, this will not be the case. You're right. Maybe David's getting miffed because he's going to see like, well, why the hell did that happen? Are you double dealing? Or Desi will tell David that the big brother girls are double dealing and, and there will be some. But now my hopes are riding on David winning an elimination like or a, a challenge like that's what needs to happen for something interesting. Enzo or David have to win. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll see. Another exciting episode of the challenge, well, USA. Angela, well, Angela, Angela or Alyssa could lose in two weeks and they automatically go in. I mean, there's there's always that possibility, too. Well, let's talk about that. What should have happened in this challenge, right? Like, should the Fab Five have gotten together to block Angela or Alyssa so that they are automatically like I think what Cash fundamentally misses when she says this great line in the challenge but Alyssa's so far um Angela's so far away because she's not putting any tiles on her board like mm-hmm. somehow the Fab Five besides Sarah misunderstood that like if you get blocked out first you automatically go in so it's not like you just have to block their connect four um in progress but like what what should have happened here from all sides so I think they probably I think they obviously need like the key to this would have been get, they need to get on the same page at the jump. They could once you start scatterbrain, it, it's not you, you're not gonna be able to catch up. I think you, you need to be on the same page from the from the get go. And I think going after Alyssa would probably be the move because I think for all the other women, they'd be afraid. I think if we all go after Angela. I don't no matter what, I just don't want to risk myself going in against her just to like save Sarah. Like I like for for Kayla, like or I guess Kayla kind of did it, but like for Justine or someone like I don't see why it would benefit her to risk the, the somehow she's now up against Angela in elimination just because she you know targeted her and then like the, the people that won ended up going against me or whatever. Like I, I don't think that's worth it. But going against Alyssa, I do think would have been the move. And I, I think that would should have been their group target. Yeah, I I mean, that's exactly right, I think. I mean, that's interesting because I was thinking of it as like, okay, if Angela were to get blocked, uh, it sounds like you're talking about the circle. If Angela gets blocked, (laughs) Sarah's going to volunteer to go in. But as we saw this week, maybe the people in power don't give her that. And uh, Kayla, you know, Alyssa is like, I want a safe choice. And so you're right completely that like they have no motivation to do that. I think. 
by the same token, maybe that's why they didn't want to go for Alyssa either. I would have liked that expressed. Um, I talked and about honestly, if if the if the situation would have been Sarah, like she should have been so much. I know she was tried to be clear during the challenge, but like she should have been much clearer before this challenge started of like her intentions of if you help me block Angela or Alyssa to go in, I will volunteer myself. I don't know if she was as explicitly clear on that notion. Uh, and if she wasn't, that is on her, because I think, again, leaving up the chance that maybe one of them find their way in against Angela or Alyssa is not something they would want. I think Sarah needed to be very abundantly clear that I will be going in. And I will help take out one of them, but we have to have them lose for me to do it rather than having it be the other way around. So if she wasn't as clear on that, then that's very much on her. Well, I think it's also to me, her getting irate about it and saying everyone block Angela. So she goes in to me suggests she's considering not going in. She wants the option. She wants to look at it. She wants to think about it. Who else is in? Um, Yeah, it was just. I don't know why I'm at like zero on this. Like, I'm just like, I'm depressed. This has negatively affected my emotional health. But like you said, I did like the challenge. Like, I think they, they've done, I think they did a similar thing to like this in All-Stars, right? Where they had like tossing the rings. And I think our big rep was, it was way too easy to get the rings. Like they needed to put more effort to try to like, if it was a collective group blocking something, they needed to have more effort. And I think this absolutely added that where it wasn't just like, you know, 10 steps and you can collect with everything to, to get it. Like it was a lot of effort to collect the the tiles and stuff or the pieces to, to kind of block each other out or get the connect for or whatever. So I did like that. They had that extra, that extra notion um, going in. I don't know. Were you allowed to, so you could block, I, I was interested why you, I wonder if they, if they thought about adding something where you could put, pieces on to help someone win maybe that would have been like almost too much uh of an advantage or something going on but I, like were you allowed to do that or were you only allowed to put like positive pieces on your block and negative pieces on someone else's yeah that's right you weren't allowed like dom couldn't dom could only help danny by blocking other people who were doing okay. better than danny um he couldn't like and i think i think then you'd have to have more than four like then it would have been over almost too soon but I, what i liked about it versus like the ring version we saw in um, all stars is like there you were only getting you were o- like I, I almost think like I'm trying to remember if when Anissa and Fessy won um, in whatever season that was this version of it where like the house just colluded and decided who was going to win if it was the same in in the all stars four version we saw or sorry all stars three version we saw you could go get rings and you could only use them to like get people out you weren't yeah. you didn't have a choice between focusing on winning yourself versus focusing on getting someone else out. And I think that's what's exciting about this iteration is like, you know, OK, am I going to like Angela? And that's what was sort of weird to me about the focus on blocking Sarah. It takes so many more chips to block somebody out of their so whole many. board yeah. than it would if they would have just not lost it. Like, OK. Angela and Alyssa, based on how many back and forths they did, could have easily been safe or even probably won. <laughs> like if they just yeah, went for four in a row. It's a good point because, yeah, I mean, I think those boards, it, 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 it must have been at least like 24, like six by four, like eight by four almost. Like they were enormous. So if all of, if all of the, if the Fab Five just even just all, I don't know how they all didn't win like it was so much earlier thinking about it like how did angela and Alyssa get this many down there like they must like 
they were just smoking everyone else. I don't know how. I mean, I think Kayla kind of got roped into helping Sarah, but for uh, everyone else, I don't know why it took them so much longer to win. Like they must have been making like double, triple the trips, uh, Alyssa and Angela. Yeah. And so I think like the reason it's smart for them to gang up on someone. And I think, you know, a lot of people tweeted this, but they should have targeted potentially an easier opponent than Sarah in case they had to face somebody or whatever yeah. to get Sarah really yeah, to motivate. I mean, they just, they just hated Sarah so much. I think <laughs> they just right. really just like screw her. They were just getting her out. But, um, I think like they had to, like, I think what you said about the fab five, if they had gotten their act together to block someone, it would have been too late. They had to do it from the jump. I think the reverse is true, right? Like, even if the Fab Five decided after they see, oh, okay, they're ganging up, let's gang up on Alyssa, they're five people. If they were all on board, they would have been able to black her out. I think they should be. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like incredibly mm-hmm. impressive that with just a two ship advantage, two people beat five. I think. Mm-hmm. Alyssa and Angela are smart to get a strategy together immediately because like they're only like they really need to get ahead of it if the Fab Five are going to gang up. But once they see the Fab Five are not ganging up, it's not really necessary. And they could have just like beaten them. They could have just gotten four in a row. Some people were tweeting like, oh, it ensures that they don't go in an elimination against each other. Well, like Soda's not losing, but... It worked for them. So like far be it for me to criticize their game when like every single thing I think that I'm so like I'm having an existential crisis. I'm like nothing matters. So like what are we doing here talking about what should have happened or should have been done or should it doesn't matter. The only person I can really appropriately do that to is Desi and your defense to that is fairly it doesn't matter. She couldn't have done anything. So like what are we doing here? Like I'm ready to just get back to MTV. I'm packing my bags with CBS and I'm going home to MTV to like be frustrated there. Believe me, I'm just as frustrated when I'm there too. (laughs) If not more so. I don't know that I've ever been this defeated. In life, yes. In the podcast, no. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen you like this. I don't know. Maybe since we're on like episode 35 of like, you know, Spies, Lies and Allies, I don't think I've seen you this uh, despondent during a during the episode. I'm I'm just upset. Like nothing matters. <laughs> nothing this whole season has mattered since Tyson and Angela teamed up and got their big group together. Nothing anybody else can do or has done. And maybe that's what it is. It's like sometimes I'm frustrated because we'll watch like on All Stars 3. Spoiler alert. There was this alliance, this majority alliance, and then there was or really was a minority alliance that had control because there were more numbers outside of the alliance than in. And they knew about it. It was public. It wasn't hidden. And they just couldn't get their shit together to do anything about it. And we see this challenge. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so. Here, (laughs) there is like a counterfaction and they're like. There's reason, like I said, Sarah's got reason to believe that Danny and Desi will do her bidding. Desi's got reason to believe that she'll have some say with Danny here. There's reason to believe that the survivor people will help each other or whatever. And yet still here I sit like here. So it's like it's just they're not as good or people are just making decisions 
that are debatably in their best or not best interests. Um, I just also think they're like not as loyal. Like I think this alliance is very much like the, the marriage of convenience type thing. I think they all just like, like kind of like in the last like week, just like came together, but they like, go, oh, I guess let's just go after Angela, Alyssa. And they just don't have that level of trust, that level of loyalty, that level of commitment that you need in like a larger alliance to keep it all together. Like you saw it during the daily, like everyone's just, like Sarah's screaming out like, no one's like they don't really necessarily care they're like if it happens you know what sarah you know go in i I, like i'm not gonna like throw my life away throw my daily away to try to help you they just they don't have that level of commitment to each other as that angela and Alyssa clearly do they were they had their plan they had their attack and they made it happen for the the fat five that just came together you know in the last 24 hours they're like yeah no we have numbers but we'll see what we can do with we'll see what we can do with it Well, it's all convenience, right? Because to your point earlier, like there's nothing that can be done. So why would even if they were loyal, like even if they or whatever loyalty even means, like even if Danny would prefer to work with Desi over Angela, there's no motivation to do so except for guilt or whatever social pressure could be applied by Desi, which we've already discussed and disagree about. So like it's just. Why would it like it's almost like not even necessary loyalty, right? Like we see what's happening with Sarah and Ben. They're just kind of going in different directions. We see this on the challenge all the time. The relationships you described earlier. We see people who've been in each other's weddings who go in different directions on the show and don't work together in different iterations of the challenge. Like there's just. I don't even know if it's loyalty. It's like there's no there's not just there's no based on the format, like the fundamental format of the show in that the man can just decide on a woman's day and the woman can just decide on the man's day. Maybe that's where, that's where it's going to get interesting. Here's the the granule of hope. It's not that Enzo or David have to win. It's that a member of the fab five has to win and has to be willing to say, all right, then you go in. Like the reverse has to happen next week. Where like a, a person in the minority woman alliance female alliance yep. wins. But then so, okay. Right, so best case. All right. So yeah. So what are we hoping for? Let's say Sarah, let's so I would say Sarah is probably like the best case scenario or someone like that. Like she would go for spite. So I like, think any of them though. No, but any of them, if there's no consequence, just like Danny, there's just no consequence. All the chips are on the table. Everyone knows where they stand. So unless the survivor men can somehow manipulate a Desi. To say, no, you're with us. You're in this alliance. And Desi wins. So if, I think worst case scenario, Angela or Alyssa win. Second worst case scenario, Desi wins. Every other woman, unless like they're offering fake deals and they say, hey, Justine, you're like floating here. Work with us. You know, like hopefully the women see the writings on the wall for them and what happened to Sarah and what happened to Cash and say, nah, you go in then. But it, but doesn't that all that just end up with is like David or Enzo going in? Because the point was that Danny doesn't want to take out a strong woman because he wants to be paired with them in the final. So like if you're Sarah or Kayla, like do you want you don't want to necessarily take out Tyson because you want him to be with you in the final. So that just is like, all right, we're gonna push you to throw in David next week. Like, okay, sure, we'll do that. That's okay. Like I don't see like there's no the guy that's gonna be like pushing so hard to keep him or keep pushing so hard to keep Enzo like I just I don't know where that like group dynamic is amongst the guys that it would create a similar situation like that we had this week with the women you only want you only care about a strong person in the final 
to the extent that you have enough strong people who won't throw you in and help you get to the final. Right. So like to me, if I'm Kayla, I'd rather have an Enzo or a David in the final, especially when in all likelihood, everyone's going to have to work with every man. So it's like not even that relevant, but who knows? Mm-hmm. So let's say you get the, let's say these people have watched the challenge and have an understanding of that. Like, Tyson is only useful to you in the final if you can trust that he won't throw you in if he wins right. in the dailies. So I, I hope, and I don't have a lot of hope, obviously, so I'm still just depressed. It's like, I hope that they would see, like, but then again, everyone is disposable to the Alyssa, Tyson, Angela alliance. So like, unless they take a shot at Tyson, which so they are likely the move, to right? miss. Yeah. Yeah, you take the shot at Tyson because that's, you know, weakening this shot that could be counteracted at you for going at Angela. Like, he's the one who would really push hard to try to, like, keep Angela again. So, like, that's the move, right? I guess that is the, that is the hope is, like, I'm pushing to get in Tyson. And, like, that's all. That's all. That, that, that's just the bottom line. Like, Sarah wins. Tyson's going in. That's, that's just what's happening. And, like, that's, that, that would be the counteract to this move that we could hope for. But then From it becomes the, the Danny principle of, like, well... If I'm a woman next week, I'm not putting in Tyson because he's 100% likely to come back. And then I'm number one on the hit list and I've just given him a reason. So then you drop down like, okay, do we really care if Dom or Danny get hit here? Do we care if um, Ben takes a hit here? No. And that's the genius of the Angela plan is that everybody who would be in the line of sight is actually expendable to her and she doesn't give a shit about that. That's why for Danny, it never made any sense to move off cachet. And that's why it makes people the argument of like, why do you pair up with strong people on the challenge? Like this is why, because they can create these situations to protect you. And then people are play a little bit scared. They don't want to take that shot and have it bounce back on them. So they move down the rung and like, that's, that's, why you keep strong people as opposed to other shows. And that I do think like what Desi could have or should have said. And again, my, a lot of my frustration comes from, we just saw Desi pretty much roll over. I'm sure there were conversations we didn't see, but if I'm only reacting to what I saw on the show, it was Mm -hmm. a pitiful attempt, but, um, in my opinion, but, uh, you know, is Desi going to ride for Danny harder than Angela will? A hundred percent. So like, you know, next week, what happens? Like Angela's working with every man in the house. And if he doesn't see that, I don't know what he thinks is going to happen. And if Angela's in power next week, what happens? I don't know. I, I think like, en- is it Dom? Enzo and David. Yeah. Enzo or David. But, but be- they're big brother people. So like, yeah, I'm sure it would be them. But okay. What if it's, what if it's David and Angela next week? Like, I just don't like, I think if Desi's in power prior to this week, and I think still probably whatever, Danny's not touching the block, the elimination. If Angela's in power, it's not as clear, but I think he thinks it's more likely that Angela will be in power than Desi. And now I've just given her a real reason to keep me. And Dom is lower hanging fruit. (laughs) Like at that point. Yeah. I don't know. I think for Danny, like I think with how this alliance structure is broken out, there's two clear guys that, he feels very confident would be voted in, whether it's David or Enzo that are not part of the big brother girls survivor guys group that if whether or not one of them loses or even if one of them wins, if Angelo or Alyssa win, I, I would be flabbergasted if the other one of Danny, uh, 
David Orenzo is not voted in if one of them happens to lose. You're you're I think 99.999% likely right. However, I just think you need to be thinking about the possibilities and in the same way that Danny wouldn't want to in the first instance put in Sarah or Desi, he's got Kayla and um Cash and Justine as options who are not connected to him by Survivor and not a part of the alliance. I think the Survivor men need to be looking at the other men and say, hmm, their big brother. Like, why would she be more loyal to me as a Survivor guy if push came to shove than a big brother person? And and like, you just should be thinking about it. It should be sure. considered. I don't think he should just, oh, de facto, they'll go in. I mean, maybe yeah. it's like the I mean, worst case scenario for Angela would be to win a challenge. And maybe that's why she went for right. teaming up. Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, I think if you're Ben, like that's definitely a viable consideration. But if you're Danny, like this is a very clear show of loyalty that I, I can't imagine Angela would just like spit aside and be like, nope, like I'm going to toss like I, I, I that just would make no sense after the after how this. No, no. Out that Danny, and that's like, what I said yeah. that like Dom and, and I forgot about Ben at that point. But like, yeah, there are lower hanging survivor guys in the event that she were to go against. against them it's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago check out my live show from Chicago that's going to be up on Thursday Wednesday night Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor and we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP we know reality TV here's an optimistic thing. We're getting very close to the final. I think the final will be very interesting. Um, hopefully. Yeah. So what are we down to six, <laughs> six and six? Or is there a seven and seven? I think it's six and six, right? Six men, six women right now. I think it's what we are. We are, uh, yeah. Cause it was a fat five plus, uh, Angela and Lisa. So yeah, so we're down to six and six. So I would say I, my, my guess was, I, I feel like we do another men's and women's elimination. And then I, I feel like the the show wants to have a purge to make the final, so I feel like they'll do one where the bottom two are eliminated, and that creates the eight person. Wait, sorry. Final. So That's you think gut. they wait? Wait, they're six and six. So you say they go to five, and then they go down to five. three. Well, no, then they'll go straight down to four. Like they'll do a challenge, and the loser is eliminated. oh bottom like two. The, I see one man, bottom, one woman. Like the bottom man, bottom woman's eliminated, and we go to the final with eight. Well, what about the fact that? I'm going to vote there is no purge because I think we're doing sort of like challenge light, but I'd be happy to see purge. I'm always happy to see a purge. I'm just going to, I'll take the other side of that bet. But, um, like I would say maybe they want more people in the final based on it being like an all-stars cast, like you more people, like whatever. Uh, but, but who knows? Or maybe there's more likely an elimination during the final. I don't know why I'm just I do taking also the wonder, not to like, I don't know if this would matter, but like, so Survivors on the t- premieres the twenty first. So I don't know what they're going to do that night. Like, when this is going to air, maybe, I guess they would skip that night because Big Brother and Survivor would be on that night. So maybe we wouldn't. But you don't get a think it's going to be over before that? Well, I mean that that means it's over in two weeks, and this I, like unless it's Big Brother over, but I don't know when Big Brother ends. I, I, feel I like think Big it's Brother the same night. Is, it's usually the same night, right? Big Brother finale and Survivor premieres usually the same night. Oh, I'm, I'm like pretty sure I thought I saw an announcement that it was well who cares track. we're not a big brother pocket who cares well I just more meant for timing wise like are they gonna like are they gonna overlap or is this step this is gonna air like at 11 o'clock Interesting. Like, uh, so for it to end brother, at the same time finale. it would have to be 
like a one part final. It would have to be elimination, yeah, like elimination, just, I mean, final. Yeah, this is going to overlap with Survivor at least a little bit. Like, there's just no way. Um, yeah, well, I don't know when. Whatever. I don't know when it's going to end. But yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's a, uh, yeah, I would say there's another like three or four weeks would be uh, would be my guess for the final. Um. Yeah, there was something. Oh, here's something else positive. Leo, uh, Leo's exit interview. Chef's oh, kiss. If you haven't listened to it, I was dying. A lot of good information. A lot of. Uh, he's definitely like I'm like someone from CBS is on this like I guess doesn't care I don't know if they're on it hey, I don't know yeah I guess um, you can drop conspiracies all you want that was fun check that out I have no drinking game I have no inspiration I just it was an interesting episode like you said from a strategic standpoint that we saw it all play out but what is frustrating to me is that it boils down to is nothing matters and I'm gonna go have an existential crisis offline why, why does TJ like when he sets up the elimination and like someone's going home, he's like, and why are they going home? Cause you're going to steal all their money. Well, no, they're going home cause they lost the elimination. I don't, he feels that every week and like, it's starting to bother me. I don't know why he does it like that. It's just a weird thing. TJ's doing. Um, but for the drinking game, there were, there were four this week from the great Kyle Picard. Well, cause uh, I took twerking off and willed twerking into the, sh- the episode. <laughs> well, yeah, there was two fun. There was two fun nights out. Well, for one fun n- day out. And then the, the awkward night out, but uh, there was a vo- TJ voiceover uh, for the challenge uh, championships. The fun editing with the black and white, uh, them in the hamster wheel. Of course, the shout out to Kiki. And where is the fourth one? Oh, so, uh, people have uh, good vibes at the the boat party to start the episode. That also would kind of tip me off that I feel like we might be going to cachet because you had that weird line where she's like, "I'm feeling great. Everything's going great. I'm having a great time." And like uh, that started the episode, so that had like the cachet thing in the back of my head uh, all episode. Uh, but that was a concern. So there you go. Those are the four. The podcast has already ended from my perspective, so I do. I do have a quick plug. Uh, I was on with the great uh, Grace Leader and uh, Jordan Kalish on the Offspeed podcast talking about the seven part uh, Derek Jeter, the captain documentary. So that'll be dropping, I think, in the next couple of days, which is probably one of the most exciting hours of my life. Talk about <laughs> that. So definitely check that out. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at Cohen Brian underscore. Um, you can also check out the exit interview we'll do with Cache tomorrow. Um, and where can people follow you? Don't follow me this week. Don't follow you this week. Okay. <laughs> so we'll be back next week for episode 10. Until then, have a good one. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.